Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect. And you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. I am so excited to have a very special guest on today. If there was a picture for the definition of joy and light, this woman would be it. Today, we're joined by the incredible Leah Valencia Key, a visionary jewelry designer on a mission to infuse beauty, meaning, and empowerment in every piece she creates. Growing up in challenging circumstances, facing poverty, hunger, and homelessness, Leah made a bold decision to create her own world full of light and joy. Through her brand, Valencia Key Jewelry, she shares a powerful message. Choose joy, radiate light. If I can, you can. Join us as Leah shares her story, the profound impact of her mother's empowering words, and how she's spreading joy through her beautiful creations. Get ready for a journey that proves no matter the circumstances, the joy is in the journey. Leah! I got chills. You you put that together so beautiful. Oh oh my goodness. Well, I I was up pretty late last night and I literally popped out of bed this morning because I was just so excited that I got to see your beautiful face this morning. And it's, I can just tell you, it's just an honor to have you here. Like, I, I mean, you're literally a gift. And I feel like as a host, like, I just want the audience to just feel you because you are just, you radiate love and light like wherever you go. I know this because I've been in the room with you. I've seen you speak on stages. I've given you hugs. Like you, you walk in a room and it's not just like you are love and light, like you radiate it and you can literally feel it in your heart when you walk in the room. Like it is so special. It's so special. And I'm just, I'm so lucky to have you here. Oh, thank you. Every word you just spoke is are my prayers. So mm. thank you for uh, letting me know that my prayers are being answered. It's, oh, it's yes, God. girl. All the <laughs> prayers, all the prayers. So the truth is, is that you didn't come from a very light place. And someone would refer to it as a pretty dark environment, actually. So I'm wondering, like, I want people to hear your powerful story. I want you to talk about little Leah and share about your childhood. Yeah, thank you. I love starting with little Leah. First of all, I think it's hilarious that I go into third person. (laughs) I Little Leah needs her own spotlight too. (laughs) She needs her shine. We need to comfort her. Uh, Little Leah is like the pinnacle of how you feel this light because without uh, my upbringing and where I'm from, I truly believe you wouldn't be able to experience um, this light that I purely push out. And it didn't start in light. Like you said, I started in um, the most darkest times, which I've labeled dark, the most impoverished neighborhood in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, born to a single mother. My mother had three children, uh, only her. We were living in generational curse, if anyone knows what that is. It's my mother was poverty. My grandmother was poverty. My grandmother's mother was poverty. And, and the generation of poverty just kept going down the line. And we went from poverty to destitute when my mother broke her leg in several places and she couldn't even afford the little. So we were living in a neighborhood with drug transactions on every corner, trash riddled streets, violence breaking out at any time. And my mother was able to afford this one little basement apartment underneath someone's home where it was a one room situation. We actually lost that apartment when my mother broke her leg. So the big pinnacle, I remember the start was my mother getting us home from school and there's a padlock on the door. And so if you can imagine a mother with her three children already in struggle, 
all of the little belongings they had locked in and now no place to take herself or her children. That immediately sent us to a woman's homeless shelter. Now I'm 44. At that time I was um, about age eight, about third grade. I remembered in system four. So I was super young and the homeless shelter that we landed in was a, like a big gym room, if you can imagine a gym room. And if anyone knows what a cot is, it's this hard fold out metal bed situation. And they're these little cots filling the gym room one feet apart from each other. And each mo- one mother gets one cot to entire family. So you're balled up, all four of you balled up on a cot together with your little belongings. And they're crying and sorrow and profanity and hopelessness just filling the room of darkness. I, I can, I black out a lot of trauma, but I can feel that room every time I recall it. But the beauty is that I love to share about that moment is I vividly remember my mother looking down at her three children, me being included, and speaking out, your predicament does not determine your death. Me too, every time. And you know, it's power in words. I love sharing that now as I evolve, because I'm like, that was honestly a seed of words planted in our lives that, to be honest, at that young age, I didn't understand. It didn't grasp. But at 44, I'm living those words out. I'm speaking those words out. So I just like to pause on that moment and say, what are you speaking into your what are you speaking into others' lives? What are you speaking into your children's lives? Because I promise you, the words have power and will take root and grow. And what what do you want to grow in your life and the lives of your loved ones? So we continue to live in this homeless shelter situation. And the honesty is that was a beautiful seed that was planted, but it didn't take root at that time. I actually start to become, little Leah start to become her environment. She starts to see. I mean, teenage years are big emotions, right? Like, and you don't know what to do with it. Exactly. You're just, you're trying to become, you don't, you're you're literally a sponge, right? And you're trying to understand who you are and what this thing of life is. And so I just start to soak up what was around me as a sponge. And I start to become that failing every grade in school, negative behavior. And it it was tragic, but this is where I like to share. The first light was turned on truly in my life <laughs> that started to make impact. I vividly remember coming back from school to the homeless shelter and I'm walking down this path. I remember this path so clearly. And I see my mother standing at the door of the homeless shelter. And I'm a little nervous because the face doesn't look happy. <laughs> oh, you in trouble. Oh, exactly. <laughs> What's happening? So I get in front of my mother and she stops and she says, Leah, do you want to be a follower or leader? And I paused because I didn't understand even where it was coming from. And she said, because right now, Leah, you're following. And guess what? You're going to follow and become everything that you see around you. Or, Leah, you get the choice to lead. You get the choice to choose the inside whisper inside of you, the light inside of you, And you get to choose to lead it all the way to your destiny. Leah, you choose. And she walked off. Powerful. Powerful because I didn't, up until that point, I didn't even understand the word or if it was a word choice or what it meant. So my mother unlocked this power and concept of choice to me, meaning I choose Either I choose what's outside of me or I choose what's inside of me. So that's why I love sharing to the world. Like sometimes we're choosing what the world has given us, what we see, what others are doing. But then there's this inner self, this light that is beaming. I knew I didn't want to be any of what I was. But I didn't understand that that was the true voice that I should follow. And then she gave me this power of leadership. That is so impactful. Like to be a leader is is not starting with leading other people. To be a leader is leading yourself, leading your life to all of your callings. And and I love that concept of like when you lead your life and light, then your light shines so bright that others start to rise and shine with you. 
that immediately took me back the next day to go back to school. And I'm looking, like, I'm like asking my teacher, how do I get better grades? How do I see out of this environment? And so I would encourage anyone, when you're in a place, you're in a decision place, a choice place, the beautiful thing to do is ask how, like, and speak out your needs and not expectation. People are not there expected to help you. But when you pray your your questions up, your needs up, and then you speak your needs out, just sharing them with the world, just to get it out of your body, these earth angels that are aligned and assigned to your destiny will come in and take you, even if it's one foot farther towards your destiny, they will be there showing up as you do the work. And that's where life just starts to open up for me. That is so cool. I love the the concept of earth angels. I totally see that. You you are an earth angel. Can I just say that? Like you are an earth angel. Like but let's talk about like give us some pointers cuz so you're you have this moment where you're like I get to choose. Like I don't have to be the product of my environment. Like I can be the light that's inside of me and I can create what I want to create. So you start making these different choices. You're you're trying to get help from others. You're asking for what you need. So you're starting that journey. Was there other earth angels that walked into your life that brought you from like that point, right? Because there's still so many challenges that we have to go through as we're like going on our journey. Oh, you get more challenges when you start to swim opposite. When you start to swim opposite of the the water current, it gets harder. It's actually easy to flow with the the tragedy and the trauma and the negativity because you're just flowing. It doesn't feel good. It's horrible, but you're going with it. But when you say I'm going opposite, oh, all of the obstacles just start to drop. But then that's when you decide, am I choosing what I know my destiny, I know my life and my destiny is like, I think the biggest thing in my life that I love to impart, what I feel is life is get inside of you more than you are outside of you. It's like your inside is going to tell you some wild things that don't look true, but that is your truth. And if you can really start to trust your inner light, no matter what it looks like outside of you, oh, it'll start taking you from light to light, from glory to glory, from obstacle to obstacle, but you'll be able to shine through the obstacle because you know it's just a a blockage that's trying to stop you from what's true for you. And you can prove it wrong every time. Yeah. And I think nowadays, I think what you're saying is so profound right now because there's so many things coming at us, right, from our external environment these days. Like, it's almost hard to like, like, let me just sit and listen to what what's in my heart, right? Like, let me listen to that because we're so prone now to like wondering what somebody else is doing on the internet or like our neighbor next door or, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, whatever. It's like a constant part of our society now. So I think that that is just like the best piece of advice because we know we have this inner knowing. You know, and you know, you're so right. Like now is even more challenging because no matter what you do, you get to see people's world that that they share with you, whichever part they're going to share. And through unconscious osmosis, you're human. You start to think like, oh, should, should I be at that level? Or, oh, should I be doing these things? And what I like to do for this comparison, the outside world and my inner light or my inner destiny is I like to use the outside world as confirmation of what's possible. Because people are living proof. That's why I love what I create my pieces. It's like, if you can wear Valencia key, it is physical wearable living proof that whatever you dream, whatever you decide to go towards in your destiny, yes, it is possible because you can physically wear something from a young lady that was raised in poverty. The world said you shouldn't even hear a peep of her name. So that is living proof of your dreams. 
So just let it be confirmation for you, but don't try to align their journey with your journey. That's where we get into the challenges. Like, oh, they made this amount of numbers at this amount of time. I'm failing because I'm not. That's not the proof. The proof is they did some great things. I can do some great things. Yeah. So good. So how did you get from like, okay, I'm getting some good grades to now you have this like full-blown jewelry company, super successful, like walk us through that path because I'm like, you looking at you, I'm like, you're making this look easy, girl. And I know that was not easy. It's still not easy and it's not successful. I'm struggling every moment to get a Oh my gosh. I do enjoy. I do it enjoy. That's what makes it look easy. But the truth is everything is an obstacle. I, um, well, here's what happened. I've, my life, I like to say, flow with it. Like, like let your life be loose enough. Do the dreams that you dream and then allow your life to follow the path that it flows on as well. Because it'll take you some random places, but it'll ultimately take you to where you want to be. Um, from that moment as a child, I was the first and only person to get my undergrad degree and then eventually master's degree. Not only in my family, but in my neighbor, that neighborhood. Powerful, um, but not easy. My mother was getting deathly ill at the time. And I was uh, having to choose and split between going to school and then traveling back home with my mother. It's like, what what do you believe in your dreams? Like, how much do you believe in your dreams? Like, you got to keep going. And I think the harder it gets towards your dreams, the more inclination that it means keep going and don't give up. Um, I have been so many different careers <laughs> to get me to this place. But as my mother was getting ill, right before she passed, she started to see my light flicker a little bit, just a little shine happening and the trajectory to change. And she lightly saw that her words were starting to make impact in my life. And our one of our last conversations was, um, Leah, I see you shining your light. I see you choosing your destiny. And it is so beautiful. And she gave me these little earrings and she said, life is very hard. There are going to be times where it gets super challenging. And sometimes you're going to forget that you have life within you. I'd love for you to wear your earrings every day, just so if you touch them, if you happen to see them in the mirror, let them be physical, tangible proof that you always have the light inside of you. All you have to do is choose to unlock it moment by moment. And those words, again, were major impact in my life, because as we know, life is very hard. And then we choose to find the joy in the challenge and the struggle. Um, so I start to hand sketch jewelry for my therapy when my mother passed it. I didn't even know the business was a possible for it. I just start to sketch like, oh, going through this journey, um, what would I wear that's symbolic to remind me to be rooted? What, what words do I ground myself in to take me through the obstacles, peace, love, and joy. And I check into those and I just hand sketch these in my, I think I have my little book here. <laughs> and uh, so I have my little beat up book. Does anyone, you remember this? Where you oh, had it yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All my hand sketches in here. You have it right there. I love this. And um, so like these are literal oh, hand sketches. Oh, wow. Oh, this is so beautiful. That, um, I would hand sketch therapeutic for me and God will take you on a path to get to you where you're supposed to be. I became um, so many things from a waitress to a um, licensed cosmetologist. I got this master's in education and I knew I love educating, but I didn't love educating in a struggle situation. So I was teaching, um, in a discipline school, which was very rough for me. So I decided I had to move on from that. And that moved me to a place what pushed me to realize, like, let me follow, go back to my mom's words and follow my inner light. Because I was following the world. I didn't ever want to be poverty again. I never wanted to not have food to eat on my table. So I was trying to do the things that the world said would give me income. And you were right? probably trying to find security 
I'm sure. I was trying like, to at- find security. Like remote. I had no mother. My um, my father was very non-existent. He would pop in randomly and then he passed. He was from Africa. Um, and my grandmother had passed. So I, literally all my pillars, my aunt had passed in this, this series of time. I'm a living witness that Tragedy does not define your joy. You know, I feel like you choose you choose to live in sorrow and be this darkness, or you choose to say, "Okay, this is not cute. <laughs> I really um, pain. Not cute pain." But then, what can I use from this to allow me to fully live? What can I learn from this? How can I take these living people that were in my life that were so beautiful and allow them to live with me? forever. And I choose to allow them to be addition lights within me. And so I speak my mother's words out. I, I pray like my grandmother. I put my shoulders back and speak boldly like my aunt. And I, I take these embodiments of their characters and allow it to live within me. And so there is, you know, when I think of them, yes, tears may come to my eyes, but they are living lights within me. So when people say, how are you so bright? I, I I allow others' lights to strengthen my light. Even people like you that I meet, like the love that I felt from you, the hugs that I felt from you becomes a part of my light. And so now I can share that love to someone else. And so you feel that. And, and, that's, and then your light can't burn out. If you're living on one source of energy, light is energy. If you're living on one source of energy, it can burn out quickly but if you're living on a multitude of beauty purple energy take the good allow it to plug into you as a light source let the bad go that's called peace if you can't control it you have to release it if you, if you can't create a different outcome from whatever it is you have to release it you have to give it over to your higher power and say, it is so, I don't know why it is so, it is so, but what can I glean from that to allow you to move forward? That's how I keep going. And so- And and not only just you, but I feel like you propel other people forward too with you. Yes, it's my prayer. You do. prayer. I feel like we are on this earth, we're blessed to be a blessing. Like blessings flow through us. And, and if you are a person that is um, a giver, even if you can't get it together for yourself, if you can get it together for others, I always talk about um, the heart math that talks about this uh, energy from the heart that radiates five feet. It's scientific. The energy radiates five feet around us. You are impacting others five feet every step that you take. What impact do you want to make? And we decide to choose it. We can choose it at a moment. Choice is, um, choice is not a think about. Choice is not a <laughs> choice is now. I don't feel good. Okay, I decide to sh- shift my energy into something different. And generally to shift energy is to do a physical action. That's why I kind of love like the events where you're moving your body or you go to Tony. It's like make a move. That's not like, hokey hype like people like that's hokey hype no no if you use it in your life if i don't feel good what will make me feel good put my shoulders back smiling and doing something that'll quickly shift you may still be mentally holding a thing but your body will change that um so i believe in that so wholeheartedly and i allow my life to kind of follow that so i've had these hand sketches they're just therapeutic for me I know that this master's degree in teaching is really nice, but it's not my heart and soul. I went back into myself and got out of the world and said, if I wasn't worried about what the world said or what my life would be trying to run from poverty, what would I do? What would I be? What would be my joy? And it was creativity. And the funny part is people say, you're a starving artist. I'm like, darn it, why is that my joy? (laughs) 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 <laughs> right? Can it be wealth? <laughs> Making oh, it, yeah. Like proven coin? No, it's gotta be creativity. That's called, <laughs> that's called God's hand. Just trust, honey. Just right. trust. So right yeah. here, we learned about that from Coop, right? Yeah, like yep. 
I'm gonna put you to the test now. Trust me, because like I, I have something for you to be in the world. That's the interesting part about it. Like, and I love that. Like, really trusting God. Uh, you know, I say God. I don't know what you say, but I say it's bigger than you. And it, if it sounds crazy, but it's good, you've got to trust that there's a reason behind it. And you just got to walk in it. And, and you can walk in it a little strategic. So I said, oh, darn, God, creativity, that don't sound right. That sounds hungry to me. <laughs> and so I um, said, well, how, how could I do this? and follow my heart and live in my joy and kind of remotely line myself up to have some finances. And I started looking at all the creativity options and hair and makeup uh, is a form of creativity. Actually painting and cutting and angles just on human bodies, which is even cooler because right, you get to impact the soul as you do it. I'm like, "Ah, I can get into that. And I knew that there was income behind it. Like, People will pay for this thing. I'm like, okay, I, I won't go hungry, hungry if I use my creativity in that in that source. So I went back with a master's degree and got my cosmetology license. My mother told me always to complete all things. So I went all the way and got my instructor's cosmetology license. I had to find, um, I love to do things humbly. Like I don't care what the world says about things. And so... I went back and swept floors in a salon because I knew that it was learning there. And I knew there was something bigger than me that I had to learn and I would have to humble myself. So with a master's degree, I'm sweeping salon floors, but I'm learning all this creativity about hair. And I'm also working at Matt Cosmetic. And one lady um, comes in and if you was, are a professional, I'm not sure if that's the same, this is years ago, it would pop up. And I would ask. So another share I love to say, ask a lot of questions. When I say ask, it's not to get things from people. It's asking in an inquisitive learning perspective. I believe the word is maven. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I learned that word real young, maybe in like middle school. And I was like, I want to be a maven when I grow up. And I believe that the word maven means just a consistent learner. Like you are, you are soaking up all knowledge around you. You live to learn. And if you start to live to learn, you grow. And so my ask, when I say ask out, I think you should ask for things to, to happen up to your higher power. But I believe that you should ask for learning out. So I just ask questions of people like, well, what is your professional thing? Like, tell me about that. And I was just learning from careers. And this one lady said QVC. And I'm like, whoa, what is that? And she told me it's a 24-hour network, 30 minutes away from where I was. And I'm like, oh, this is, um, immediately I knew it was my destiny. And I didn't know why. I was like, that's what I want to do. Because I didn't want to be a stylist just doing clients' hair over and over again. I just wanted to create with no pressure, like no ticket value pressure. And she told me that that was a place that was possible for that. So I set my sights on that. It took me five years to get a PVC. I got no's for five years straight. The fifth year, I would just speak to anyone I knew that I wanted to work for QVC. It became like a recorder. So what I'd love to tell, like, do you have a dream? Do you have something in your heart? And it doesn't have to be a business dream, whatever it is, travel dream, whatever it is, just share it. Tell everybody you know. And what I believe is in poverty, people would say, don't tell people your dreams. They'll kill it. They'll knock it down. That's a scarcity mindset. Nobody can kill your dreams but you. You own your dream. You own the power to ignore people who don't believe in your dream and turn the other way. But when you speak these dreams out, it gives it wings to fly. And what I know about human behavior and what I know about God is, God, as you're pushing it out of you, A, you're speaking it so much that you believe it more and more every day. And if you keep speaking it out, there's two things that's going to happen for you. Either you're going to say, oh, I don't believe that enough. And you're going to stop speaking it and you'll find your other dream. Or you'll believe it more and more that it'll catapult you into another action towards it. 
you can't hear yourself say something over and over and not do an action to it. And then simultaneously what's happening is human hearts are gathering this knowledge about you and they're just storing it unconsciously. And what the divine will do is connect your aligned angel to bless you. And so over five years, I spoke this out and my aligned angel came in a form I'm bartending and I speak, um, it was an empty bar, one gentleman there. And he's, my barometer was, if you smile at me twice, I'll tell you my dream, just because I figure you were nice. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I'm going to use that from now on. If you smile at me twice, I'm coming at you with my dream. I'm coming <laughs> in with my dream. If you don't smile, they're probably not good for dreams. <laughs> so this gentleman smiles at me twice. I figure he probably only smiled at me because he wanted to order a rum and coke. But here and there, it followed my, my guidelines. So I tell him, I want to work for QVC. And he's like, really? I work for Comcast. His name was Fred. Remember him vividly. And this is over 15 years ago. His, his name was Fred. And he's like, oh, I work for Comcast. But my friend, Stephanie Humphrey, she's actually my dear friend to this day, which is amazing. I never met her a day in my life. He says, my dear friend, Stephanie Humphrey works for QVC, I believe. Give me your information. Let me see what's possible. And I'm like, okay, I didn't think anything of it. This late night, I give him my information. The next day, Stephanie texts me. Never met me a day in my life. But what she knew about me was what Fred said. So I pause here and say, how are you in your journey? How are you as a being as you become, as you go through? Because that is what's going to take you to your glory. Stephanie's text specifically said, Fred, my friend, said you are so much joy and light. If there's any way that I can help you, please assist you. Your dream is to work on QVC. Do you understand how light will make your dreams happen? Yes. Oh, my that goodness. Powerful. Just by me being kind and smiling and open and welcoming and free flowing with no expectation. I told him my dream, but it was personally to get off my heart. It wasn't for him to do anything. He felt that he gave it to Stephanie. Stephanie felt it through another human being. And walks my earth angel aligned and designed. She says, here's the contact information of the QVC salon. Here's the person's name. And on top of it, use my name as a reference. Someone I never met that walked me in the doors of QVC. But for five years of the nose, I had been practicing. I had been learning. I never gave up on my dream. I was learning my craft. I never stopped. Every no preparation towards, I would cry and I would go back and learn another hair technique. I would cry and learn another hair texture. So I had been learning for five years. I was ready now. I got an interview. I knew hair textures. I, was, I walked into QVC. And uh, this was another huge light because I was now in the space of dream makers, meaning these hosts that are going on air, shining people's dreams to the world and people are purchasing them. And then dreamers, I'm styling dreamers who are making business come true just from a dream and a heart. And these two hearts. Now I have so many earth angels that have blessed me. Susan Slauson, uh, my best friend's mom, she's a lieutenant of Philadelphia. She allowed me to stay with her when um, I went back to cosmetology school. So there are so many earth angels that I could do a whole podcast, a list. But I list these two earth angels um, because they unlocked what the possibility of business is for me. Jamie Kern Lima, uh, founder of It Cosmetics, Believe It book, New York Times bestseller, new book worthy coming out. I can't wait to get mine. Wait, and then there's a um, there's an event happening in February that people should sign up for. It's um, becoming a stop. So please, I don't want you to miss out on that. Um, it's just a power source of goodness that will push your light even further. She took me under my wing, and then Vicky Sai, founder of Tatcha Skincare, Japanese uh, skincare brand, um, that I still uh consult with work for today. Um, they took me under their wing at QVC in the salon styling. And and it, I don't know if it's not my talent. It was my energy and my energy. This is what I'm, I'm trying to drive home. The way you are will take you to your dreams. 
Yes, you put the work in. Yes, you learn. But that being is a, is a unique way to cut through noise. And so these beautiful hearts that come along with me and they travel me around the world with them as a stylist. But not only do they travel me around the world, they allow me to sit in business rooms and meetings that I never even knew existed. They talk business to me and concepts and ways. And they showed me that if you have this intangible heart passion, like a true belief, like it cosmetics was about confidence, right? And, and um, Tatcha is about um, taking care of you from your skin to your soul. And, and these are intangible heart that they believe in. And if you take that and you put it into some, something tangible and you gift it to the world, it becomes life-changing to the receiver. And I start to look at my life. And as I'm styling all these beautiful hearts, the last thing that they would say is, what bracelet do I put on? What necklace do I seal in? What earrings do I lock in? Right before they would do a big thing. And I start to realize the power of these physical pieces that touch your skin, that help you walk into your journey of unlocking your confidence and being with you as power. And I start to realize that my life was from darkness to being light and that I was hand sketching these jewelry pieces that my mother told me to use symbolic for me. And if I would put my intention that all things are possible and that the light source of courage and bravery and kindness is all that we need to do to keep unlocking into these hand sketch pieces, it could be life-changing. That's when I knew to create Valencia Key. And that's how the journey started from, from being exposed. I think the way to equality is opportunity education and exposure. I'm a living witness of all three of those beautiful things. And it will allow you to sit in a place that I couldn't even have dreamed to be in. That is so, so beautiful. What messages or feelings do you hope, like when people put on your, your jewelry, what do you hope that they feel in their heart? Mm, I pray uh, that it unlocks that true understanding that they are greatness and light just as they are. I pray that it unlocks the possibility to go after everything that their heart desires with a zeal and a perseverance that is literally unstoppable. I pray that they feel connected to other people because other hearts are living out their light wearing Valencia Key. So it's proof that they're not alone. I want it to be a community of togetherness shining their light. And I pray that they are reminded to keep shining every day because not only are they shining for themselves, they're shining for someone else that they don't even know is watching them. Amen to that. I know. And, you know, your story, I remember when I heard it for the first time and I got to buy some of your jewelry and I bought one for my daughter too, because my favorite. It's, so, it's so powerful, like to be able to listen to your message and then bring it to my daughter and give that same message to my daughter. Like you just created a generational impact, right? Like it, I mean, it is, it's so true though. And I think like, those are the best gifts. Like when you, it's, you know, it's like jewelry can just be jewelry, but when it has like this beautiful meaning and it came from your story and like, I can feel the love, like, like in your jewelry, like, because I know that it wasn't just like something you created because to make you money. Like this is like, sentimental and there's meaning and love and light and it like lives through your jewelry I feel it I feel it and thank I you for feel it. it thank you for sharing it I that is like the highest honor for it to be gifted to children and and siblings and people you love because um I also want people to understand my struggle continues so like I also want you to understand that you can sparkle. I love beauty 
through struggle. And, and so even in this entrepreneurship, I am struggling every day. I am not a finance person. I am not a salesperson. I am no things that will catapult a business to success. It's just not how my brain works. I am passion. I am heart. I am love. I am creativity. And that's what I want people to receive. So I'm void of that opposite part. So every moment of this journey of business and entrepreneurship gets harder and harder every day. And I'm okay with that because I want hearts to feel that too. Like if I'm able to bring another piece out to you, that means I'm pushing and persevering just like I know you can. And that whatever you need to persevere through, that we can persevere together. Not just young Leah in her past, but in this current part of her life to push through and gift um, opportunity and positivity to the world. I also want to use Valencia Key as a um, as a voice and a blessing for others. So for those who can afford Valencia Key, it is my prayer that you purchase and wear and radiate to your dreams. And then I'd love to take portions of Valencia King and give back to those who need a hand where I come from. I go back into homeless shelters and I talk about trainings through like, how, how, how do we move out of the darkness to light to everything God has for us? Because it, it's not special to me. Like, but, but someone needs to see me physically. And so I go in and I start teaching my strategies. I even um, work in Africa, these hand-beaded bags. Um, father was from Africa, and I always say he wasn't the best father. <laughs> wasn't good. But um, there was a blessing that came out of it. When he would show up, when we were in home, he would say, oh, this is not poverty. Where I come from in the village, now, now that's poverty. And I'm like, I remember as a little girl, like, something's worse than this like I I just had a broken heart for that and I was young and I'm like one day I'm gonna do something about that I'm gonna help that and and that would resonate in my heart and two years ago I finally got a chance to go to Africa with my dear friend TB um her husband she's Liberian her husband's from Ghana and this is why you speak your dream so TB and I have been friends for over maybe 20 years uh with my best friend Patricia and I would just speak my dreams about doing something in Africa to bring opportunity and income. Just sharing it. Her, she speaks my dream to her husband. Th this is the power of speaking your dreams. Two years from now, I'm just going to Ghana to say I landed in Africa where I wanted to visit. Her husband remembers my dream from his wife telling him this three years ago. And the day I landed in Africa, he said, you said you had a dream to bring income to um, hearts that needed in Africa. I'm going to connect you with my friend and we're going to take you to the villages that need help. And, and let's figure out how you make that dream happen. He helped my dream for three years. You don't remember your dreams. Other people who remember your dreams for you. That's the power. And so I land in this village and it is so much need. You know, some areas don't have working bathrooms, running water. Some is just tin roofs where water's running through it. And there's no, because it's far from the city, there's no work opportunities. But there's art and there's creativity and there's craftsmanship all over the village. And I'm like, well, how can we use that? Because that's been my blessing, right? I've used creativity to feed myself. I'm like, well, how do I use my blessing that I was gifted to give someone else? And I saw that craft of culture of beadwork. And I said, well, then I'll hand sketch. I had the vision of hand sketching design handbags. And then they use their beadwork, cultural creative craft, and they hand bead every bead. Every bead on this bag is done with love and by hand. And it's their joy and passion. And so that keeps women and men. Um, there's one man who works with me. He's um, working on being a nurse. And so every bag that's purchased will help him be educated to get out of his environment. It's like helping a whole nother generation move out to what's possible. And that's what, that's the prayer that I want Valencia Key to be in the world. Oh, and you are creating it. You're living it. You are living it. And I totally feel you, right? Like, I feel like 
you know, not only is like going after our dreams for us, but it's for other people and just showing them what's possible and going from hopeless to hopeful, you know, and I feel that like I was um, raised by a single mom. I was a teen mom and, you know, and people were like, oh man, you had so much potential, you know, like, and I was like, oh. I still do, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I became valedictorian of my college. Yes. And you want to know the most rewarding things on this podcast so far? I had this past year, I had um, a girl, she was 19 and she told me she had a friend that was 15 and got pregnant and was going to drop out of school. And she sent her my podcast. And she decided to go back to school and keep her baby and and do life and believe in herself. And I was like, that's why I did it. <laughs> that's why I'm 88. That's why we are never done. We are never done. That is that is my prayer to be. Like our light is never extinguished. We may have obstacles and hurdles and hiccups that the world may say is hiccups. Our light it can get brighter through that. We use that as our fuel to shine and help someone else. My dear friend, um, one of my best friends, her mother is the same. She had uh, my best friend at a young age. She's lieutenant, commissioner. She shattered all these wild dreams. Like I'm like, what? You are never done. But we need people to show others that it's possible. Yep. And that's the power. Yeah. Walk towards the light, right? Walk that's what people yeah. shine it. Because it gets real dark sometimes. It, it, like, well, where is a hole somewhere? <laughs> if I just find it. <laughs> and it will come through. <laughs> it will come through. If you're looking for it, it will come through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. This has been so much fun. I just, I, I just love you. Like with all my heart, I love you. Like how can people connect with you and everybody needs to go buy a piece of Valencia key jewelry right now. This is going to not only support you, Leah, but also like people in Africa, like people around the world, like you're going back and talking to people in homeless shelters. Like this is just such a big worldly mission you have and you know we all need to support that and wear it and wear it to feel our love and light too and be reminded when we look in the mirror and when we feel that piece of jewelry on on us so beautiful so how can we connect with you and and buy your jewelry yes please uh go to valenciakey.com v-a-l-e-n-c-i-a-k-e-y.com i'd love for you to wear and share um, a piece of Valencia key. Uh, and I love to say, wear it every day. Let it, let it be a staple, use it. I don't, I don't want it just to be a purchase just as an offering, use it. Because if um, we make anything symbolic, right? it is just true. We put attachments to anything. And so we can attach a meaning to anything and so I'd love for you to attach that power to your Valencia key piece. And when you put it on, I had wonderful hearts say they walked into um, editors' meetings where they got a book deal, huge book deal, writing down to someone super ill and just riddled in pain. It's a review on a website that literally made me cry because this is why I exist and this is why all the challenges are for everything. Uh, she said she was riddled from her body and all she, someone had gifted her these socks, these cozy socks. And she has young children. And she said um, all she could do was reach and grab the socks. That was enough strength that she could get and get them on because her feet were so cold. And when she slipped them on her feet, not only did it warm her feet up, but it says always smiling. The yellow made her heart smile and remind her that she can push through to shine and get up for her children, if not for her. And so through the pain, she decided to smile and, and move just a little bit more so that her children could see that she wasn't done. 
And and that is is everything I pray um, to be. So that's ValenciaKey.com. And then follow me. Put your email address in. I'll stay connected and give you positive inspiration. And then I love social media. I love Instagram. I need to get on the other way. Right. Me too. Right. <laughs> right. I need to get on the top. But I'm not there yet fully. I'm there. But I'm not. But Valencia Instagram. Leah Valencia Key, if you want to find where in the world I'm at, you'll find me dancing, doing fun stuff, or Valencia Key Design, always, or Valencia Key Design, you get to see other hearts living out their light in Valencia Key, and that is just joy to me. I'm so honored to be with you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I am so honored to have you on. This is so much fun. You know, have you heard the word, um, this is what's coming to me when you're speaking this um, glimmers, you know how there's like triggers, like in trauma, like your jewelry is glimmers. Like, like, you know, like when you have those moments where you're, you have those moments where you put that on and you feel a way it's like the opposite of triggers. And it's like a positive emotion that exhibits like that is what it is. It's a glimmer. I receive that and I'm going to use it. Yes. Yes. In your life. Yes. So good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This is so fun. And I just thank you for coming on and sharing your incredible journey. I hope the whole world hears it. You're just so inspiring. Thank you. I love you to pieces. I love you. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) To our listeners, remember that joy is in the journey and you have the divine right to embrace joy, love, and the pursuit of your heart's desires. Explore Leah's beautiful creations at ValenciaKey.com and let her wearable joy serve as a constant reminder that you have the key to unlock the light within you. Until next time, choose joy and radiate light. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.